Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more. We work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. Today, I want to talk about the Exodus and the cross as we're taking a look at the gospel of the victory of God, the gospel of the kingship of Jesus. The first thing I want to do is I want to highlight the fact that at the transfiguration in Luke's gospel, when we read about Jesus talking with Elijah, talking with Moses, in the presence of his disciples, they see him glorified, they see him talking with them. They say that the uh, the gospel says that he is talking with them about his departure. And that's a pretty common way to translate the term. Uh, But the the actual term behind it in Greek is exodon. Uh, So it'd be very natural to say that they're actually talking about his exodus. This is one of the many things that connects what Jesus does on the cross, what he does in the resurrection, what he does in delivering his people from slavery to sin and death and powers of darkness to the places where he's done that before, right? Um, so um, if we want to talk about this you know, sense of you know, waiting uh, and wanting God to deliver you, we actually have the hour of waiting in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right? There was essentially supposed to be a vigil where they were looking, supposed to be, be watching with him, staying up with him, praying with him. And, and that really mirrors the preparation that we see Israel is supposed to have uh, when the plague of the firstborn is coming. They were supposed to take the blood of the lamb that had been sacrificed, place it on the doorposts of their house, um, and that would... Uh, essentially protect them. It would signal to the angel of death not to enter their house to take the firstborn, um, but to enter the houses that did not listen to this, did not declare their allegiance to Yahweh by doing this. Uh, So, and again, if you think about it, if you are an Egyptian, you're in a bit of a rough spot here because you've seen nine plagues so far that demonstrate the power of Yahweh. And you have to decide, you know, do I want to put, the, you know, to sacrifice a lamb the way that people are talking about this needing to be done and put the blood on my doorpost and believe that he is going to deliver me? What if he doesn't? What if um, this threat of the killing of the firstborn doesn't happen to anyone else? If I put that blood on my doorpost, it's not like it's easy to clean off. Right, so my neighbors who are Egyptian, who probably don't, you know, believe in Yahweh, now they see me acting as if I do. That's going to cause problems for me. So this is very much again something that's pointed at uh, helping people uh, come to that crisis of allegiance. The ones that declared allegiance in Yahweh by doing what He says, they are the ones that are protected. The ones who don't, they are not. Uh, And uh, what we see is that the Exodus really, uh, when you actually go back and you read the story, it's not just about setting Israel free. It's not just about conquering Pharaoh, but God very explicitly says through the scriptures that he is conquering the gods of Egypt. 
This is something that the world around them, the world in Egypt, the world around them in the Mediterranean, the Middle East, needed to see. They needed to see this demonstration of the power of Yahweh, the supremacy of Yahweh over Ra, over Horus, over the gods of Egypt. And that is essentially what happened, right? So you have that exodus, and now we fast forward, and we actually see Jesus talking about his exodus at the transfiguration with Moses and Elijah. His exodus is even greater than the exodus that freed the people of Israel, because now we're not just talking about delivering the people of Israel, this one nation that he had created from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, from the slavery to another nation— in, in Egypt, but we're actually talking about God's victory over all principalities, powers, and so-called gods, freeing all people who have loyalty, who have faith, who have allegiance in Christ from their control. Not just from their control, but also from the power of death, the fear of death. So we read in Colossians 2.15, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And we read in Ephesians 6.12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Once we start to understand the supernatural context of the Exodus, that it's not just about Yahweh delivering his people from Pharaoh, but it's about the defeat of the gods of Egypt. And we start to really bring that forward to the cross and we recognize that Paul in Colossians is writing about Jesus conquering the principalities and powers, disarming them, taking their authority, making a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. I think we begin to see that the cross is about more than just taking on our sin. It's not less, right? We're not saying that it's not about taking on our sin, but it's more. It's taking on our sin. It's taking on the power that the fear of death and the death holds over us. It's taking on uh, the spiritual powers that have claimed uh, authority in different parts of the earth. And Jesus, in the cross and the resurrection, is saying, no, you know, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go unto all the world and make disciples of all men, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right? This is what we're talking about when we actually look at the cross in the context of the Exodus, in the context of the deliverance of his people, of God's people, from slavery to sin death and the powers. So that's a pretty hefty episode, I think. I'm um, just recognizing the, the implications of that. Uh, we'll look a little bit more at that next time, specifically over uh, Christ's victory over death and him who held the power of death at one point, and that is the devil. Uh, so that should be very interesting indeed. Again, uh, like, subscribe, uh, write reviews, Share this with your friends. I want to make sure we get the word out to equip Christians to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. 
Reasons up to bed.